everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 485, Grouping. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me as always is my best friend, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. welcome to the show. Rob, I missed you, buddy. You did? I missed you. And well, I have I have cursed your name a couple times this week, just so you know. So prepare yourself. Oh, so, wonderful! But before I curse you more, we can you can listen to us live every week on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. And uh, so let's get into it. So I'm gonna go first. Okay. This week, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit, and. Uh-huh. Uh, Obviously, I've played Gems of War. Awesome. Super fantastico game. Um, also played State of Decay 2. Um, and I, I, it, this is it. So I played the original State of Decay when it came out back on the 360. And I remember enjoying it. Uh, right. I remember it being a little hard. Um, I remember yeah. never finishing the game. <laughs> I think it was one of those that just uh, didn't hold my interest. So I wasn't sure what State of Decay 2 was going to be like because it's pretty much the same game with some new features and you know uh, enhanced right. the gameplay and stuff like that. So I started playing it, and uh, I really have enjoyed it. But... It is a very frustrating game at the same time, but I because it's it excuse me, there's so many things. And it's like my little community's constantly whining and crying about oh, there's no food or there's no water. But they don't go and do anything. It's like I'm the only one. I mean, you know, I can switch yeah. characters, but it's like they just sit around and don't do nothing. Unless unless the zombies attack and then they will fight them. But I'm just thinking, you know, while I'm over here getting fuel, one of you jerks could go out and get some meds or some food or you know some building materials why do i gotta do everything exactly you know so i do wish this game would allow you to say hey you go do this you know but you can't do that and then everybody's tired it's like everyone's tired or somebody got bit or you know they always got an excuse not to do any freaking work bunch of lazy bums so but the game, um, I think, plays well. People have been saying there's a lot of glitches in it. I, I've only had one problem where like it locked up on me, but it wasn't oh, the guys. game didn't lock okay. up. It was like my character like froze, and I couldn't move. But the game was still going on. It was weird, so I had to drop to the dashboard. But that was only once. I've that's the only thing I've seen. Now there are some weird things with this game, but the original game was the same way. It was kind of janky. You know, um, like you got to stand in the right spot to open and close the gate, and it's it's not just walk up to it anywhere. It's like you got to move. Oh, I'm standing in front of the gate, but I got to take a half a step to the right till I get to the point where it gives me the option to hit X to open the gate or whatever button it is. You know, so there's that jankiness like that. It's I'll try to run up the uh, staircase to the second floor of my house, and all of a sudden I'm like leaping over the railing back down to the ground. I'm like, oh. That's not what I wanted you to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, 
but it's almost kind of like that's just part of the uh, just part of the game you know it, it's it's always been there so uh but uh i did play it i did jump into someone else's game um oh man totally just drew a blank uh on who it was i was playing with it was someone i hadn't played with in a long time and i popped in and surprised him um but uh oh i don't want to get the wrong gamer tag i think i know who it is but uh apologize um uh, he's not listening anyways so because he's asked me you still do the podcast <laughs> It's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> so I guess I don't have to remember listen? his name. I, he's going to be nameless. Even if I remember it, I'm not going to yeah. say it because he's not even listening. So the heck with him. No. Uh, but we had a good time. <clears throat> and it was kind of fun being in someone else's game. And um, I'm looking to do it again, jump in other people's games because I do get, uh, you do get to keep the, um, ah, what is it you earn? I keep forgetting I've earned it. Uh, you know, it's like that XP you earn. It's, uh, when you do certain things, you go up and you need that to buy more stuff in your game. But you can take that back and uh, gear. Uh, if you are in co-op and you go to the uh, like the, the locker, the storage locker, you're in your own storage locker, even if you're in someone else's game. And if someone joins you, they're actually in their own storage locker, which is great because it keeps people from coming in and stealing stuff from your storage locker. So they can't impact your storage locker at all, which is great. But they can add um, the the uh, the big huge backpacks, uh, rucksacks. Um, they can add those. When they add those, those go to the game that you're in. So they can help help add meds and fuel and construction materials and stuff like that to your game, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, you can go around and co-op and fight zombies and do things that way. So it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying the game. And then, so. Rob, yeah, I guess maybe you got to explain this to me because I really, I oh, I, I even put it in here wrong. I after last week of you and Ryan talking about Clash Royale, I'm sure. like, you know what? Rob's talked about this game for so long, I've never given it a shot. I'll go and try it. So I downloaded it and had it downloaded. I've showed yeah. you and Ryan last week. So yes, I've been did. playing yeah. it this week. Okay. I I just don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't know. To me, and, and, and you might be able to say it's weird because what I'm about to say, you probably can say the same thing back to me about Gems of War. Uh, but this game seems so pointless. <laughs> like, I went, like, you, you just send, it's like everything's the same. And it's your guys will come up. What you do you just mean? Send them, the same. Like every match is the same. It's just it's like you just no. send you're sending your guys up to take out their little three structures and you're hoping that, to defend your three structures. And it's like I went up earlier. I had one the other day where like I'm over there and I'm attacking one, you know, and all of a sudden he just comes down and it's like boom, 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 he just wiped out all three of mine. Like I never even sure. got one of his out. I'm like, what the heck? Like, this doesn't even make any sense. I'm wailing away on one building. All of a sudden, he goes, zoop, and just wipes out everything almost in, like, a single shot. I was like, what the heck just happened? You know, that's frustrating. And then today, I was playing one, and, like, I'd taken out a structure, and the guy hadn't even released a a single person yet. 
And, I, and so I was on his main like structure, right? Next, that's okay, where I was so at, and I was fighting that. There's, and, there's crown towers and king towers. So there's the two little towers on the sides that right. have the archers on top, and then there's the king tower in the middle that is dormant until it gets woken up. Okay, okay so, so, so right. I, I took out a crown tower and then okay. went over to the king tower, and the other guy still had not even sent anything, and I was like, did I get disconnected or something? And then all of a sudden, just... Massive amounts of dudes come down the other way and they wipe everything out. Okay. Before I even, and I'm, I was already attacking the King Tower and I'm thinking, okay, well, I've got this still made, you know? Nope. He came out and I was like, wait a minute. He didn't even play for a couple, the first minute or two. And I already had a tower out. How does he still end up winning? It, it's just, it, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't like it. It's just, it seems like it's this thing just to get you to keep coming back to open your treasure chest and you know and you get these coins, but they want you to spend real. It's all geared to make you spend real money because like, well, oh, you earn a treasure chest, but you can't open it for eight hours unless you spend real money. And I'm just like, screw you. You know, I'm like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. this. This is to me. This is worse than Candy Crush, man. The the the, <laughs> the dig at your money is constant, and I'm just like, this isn't even fun. <laughs> You know, it's like what the heck? So, I I don't get what you and Ryan see, but I I think I'm gonna uninstall it because I don't know. I tried. So, I've been playing every day for a week, and I, you don't want to. And I was like, well, I want to give this an honest thing. I I want to try, and it's like you know, I I go so, over there. They don't play for yeah. half the match. All of a sudden, within less than sixty seconds, they can completely wipe me out. And I'm like, screw this. I'm done. This is just this is doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, so there's actually, so what, what level are you or how, what arena? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I imagine you're a couple, maybe like five or six or something like that. But anyway, so depending on the cards that you have, you know, you, you level up your cards by getting cards from your chests or, well, let's just say from chests. So you level them up. And then you make decks and right. certain cards work better with other cards because you can make some decks that really suck. And then there's other ones that are really, really good. And as you progress, as I'm, you I'm in learn, arena one, the goblin okay. stadium. Okay. So you're, yeah, you're right in the beginning there. So, so you have the basic cards. You probably have goblins, you have giant, you have what baby dragon yep all those i got a so, night i just got a lightning bottle of or something lightning in a bottle okay yeah but i like the fireball the arrows mm -hmm. the night's pretty tough but it's just like they're using the same things against me you know and, so, I, and i'm ranking the cards up and all that but it's just right. like wow <laughs> so there is a lot of strategy in it surprisingly <laughs> depending on how you fight them off how you build up pushes or combos and how you react because you know if you goof on something somebody will just steamroll you depending on the cards <laughs> that they have right you know like i was watching um you know, like you shared one game in the clan and 
you know, I, I was watching like some of the stuff that you were doing and, you know, they're like, you, you don't necessarily want to play like right up at the river, right up at the bridge. You want to play back so that you can get a couple of troops going up. Like I, you know, I know you, I, I saw you like the baby dragon, which is a very powerful card for ground troops. Right. Like the soft targets. Right. <laughs> Let's just call them that. <laughs> and, um, you know, I saw that you were like arrowing buildings, which really doesn't do much. It's kind of waste of arrows. You know, you're, you're, and when you fireball, you should fireball two or three things if you can. Don't just fireball into one thing. And, you know, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that you kind of learn as you play and you get better. And as you level up cards, it's really interesting that some of the combinations that they have. Like, there's this one card that I played for a long, long time called Sparky. I don't think you're high enough to see Sparky yet. But it's like a little tank-looking thing that zaps just about, it annihilates just about everything. <laughs> People hate this thing. It was so much fun to play. You know, but there's there's so many card combinations and there's so much strategy. Like... What are you going to do? Like, did you ever see the wizard yet? No. The dude that shoots the fireballs? I don't, no, I don't think so. Yeah. So, you know, he shoots fireballs kind of like the baby dragon, but he walks around, you know, walks down right. on the ground. He just annihilates anything. And there's like certain ways you have to deal with all of these cards. I mean, there's a lot of strategy. Like, for example, I'll talk about the wizard here. So, like, the wizard dude's coming at you. You put anything in front of him, he's just going to annihilate it. So what you need to do is you need to let him walk across the bridge. Now your little tower is shooting at him. When he locks onto your building and starts fireballing it, you can just drop a couple skeletons behind him and he, boom, he's gone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like right. there, there's the each little character has a very predictable way of acting. And the strategy in the game is what you play where and how you react to something and there's some people that you get into like some of the later levels they will just annihilate you and yeah. that's part of and that's part of the fun of the game it's like <laughs> get no, your butt kicked kick their butt. no <laughs> when you turn around and you see these people and they're tough and <laughs> And, and and they're tough, and then you just annihilate them. Like you get that, like your towers down to one, and then boom, you you nail them. You know, yeah. it's like you were on the on the verge of death. It's it's they're very short little games. They're very quick. They're very action packed sometimes. And you know, there are some games where you can't do anything depending on how because you have eight cards, and the order. So there's four at a time. Right. And the order that you get, sometimes you can't do much of anything. Like if you get zap arrows, a fireball, and an elixir collector. It's like, uh, I can't do anything. Right. And there's strategy based on, do you go first? Do you wait? If you wait, you can react to them. Like if they send minions, you can arrow them and boom. And there's ways to get ahead on elixir. Because the game is really about controlling elixir and not overspending. Because if you overspend, you can't react. Right. So there's. And I, I'm know, just like, boom, as soon as something's available, send it. That's just what yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, you cannot do that because that leaves you open where 
you know, it's like, I'm sure you've been in that situation. I mean, everybody has where all of a sudden you're just getting all this stuff coming at you and you can't even send out a single card to retaliate. You, you right. know, it's like, yeah, you can't arrow, you can't do anything because you have one elixir. <laughs> and sometimes it's better to actually take damage than to fight it off. Like if there's like three skeletons coming at you, which are a relatively weak troop, I think they cost one elixir to cast. So if they send the three skeletons at you for one elixir, and you spend a three elixir fireball to blow them up, you're now two behind. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. So there, there's actually, a, you know, you're better off just, well, let me just take the 50 points of damage on my tower because the towers are going to shoot them. Right. And, you know, I'll save my elixir. And then, so, like, one thing that I love doing is... They'll put down like one or two troops on one side, like a giant and then something else. They just blew all their money, basically, all their elixir on that thing. So I send my prints. I've got this little floating goblin bar uh, skeleton barrel and this uh, dart goblin dude. And I send them over on the other side. <sighs> By the t before the giant even gets to me, there are other towers gone. You know, it's... You know, because people overspend and, you know, the, the combos that you use need to be smart. So um, basically, there's a lot of strategy to it, even though it may not seem like it. And later on, when you get more cards, it opens up even more. Because right now, you're getting the introductory cards, which are really bringing you like into the game a little bit and getting you familiar with it you know, familiar with the reactions and such and, and how to play, where to play, managing your elixir. And then you get like really cool cards later on. So that's my spiel. And uh, I don't know if, I think if you stick with it a little while, you'll, you'll see. I'll see. Okay. You'll, you'll see. <laughs> I ain't putting no money about. into this game though. <laughs> no, no, you do not need to. You absolutely do not need to at all. You know, because, uh, you know, there's when you're playing a game just, you know, for random, you know, two, three minute battles that are fun. I mean, who cares? Who cares if, if you, <laughs> you know, level up your cards super fast or not? You right. know, the one thing you should do is uh, request cards in the clan. Do you ever do that? I gave you a card, I, I think. Yeah, so you go in and you request cards. People will give you cards. So whatever you request, you get to like request one thing like every eight, eight hours, I think. So whatever you want to level up, pick, find your favorite cards, whatever they are. Let's say if you find a deck that you really, really like or look online for good combination decks based on the cards that you have. Okay. And stick with that, learn that deck and level that deck up and only that deck. Do you know what I'm saying? So in the clan, ask for cards for that deck and only spend your coins to upgrade those cards. Because then that way you move up faster and you kind of get more stuff. As opposed to just leveling up everything and then you have like lots of cards that are like average as opposed to one deck that kicks butt. 
All so right. there's our 15-minute discussion on Clash Royale. <laughs> which which we won't do every is week. It's an awesome game. No, no. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, but... I yeah, did they're, try they're, it. I just wanted you to know I did try it. No, no. I, I got a I saw it. And I it, it, it's it's neat. It's just I was like and I knew I I figured like I said I wasn't really, you know, harassing you or anything. It was uh no. my only biggest thing was like, man, this thing just wants your money, you know, and I get it. They it's, all do. Yeah. Just Gems of War is not as bad about it, you know. It does pop up on occasion, but Sure. I could play and do so much in that game without having to pay and this one i feel like can't really do much it's the slow more of a slow grind if you don't want to pay for anything but yeah you know just you know do your do your treasure chests you know get your you know play for your uh crown chest yeah you know where you what uh where you win 10 towers yeah in a day yeah just get your get that request and give cards also because you get money for that you coins or experience for that and uh you know you move up you move up you know you don't have to see the thing is like even these people that pay to play right they just get hosed they just get annihilated because you know if you're a level one ability wise player and you pay to bump yourself up to let's say like level eight you don't have the experience of the level eight people you know what i'm saying it's like right. any of these games right you gotta hey, know how to play get, yeah you're just gonna get annihilated and so you know even though it kind of stinks to have you know like the slow progression it's actually good because you get the experience and you learn the cards and and later on when you get cards it actually gets kind of fun to like manage the deck and you're like well like there's this rage card that actually makes all the, the dudes go faster for a brief time or it makes them like go berserk and you're like well instead of the rage card how about if i do a lumberjack which is this really fast moving character and when he dies he rages the entire area so you know you can experiment and see what works and you know plus what works for you too but you know right. there's sometimes where you just get an opponent that's really good or like the deck that i have right now it's not really good for flying creatures so if i'm going against a deck that's got a lot of flying stuff i'm hosed yeah you know it's and 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 the thing is you don't necessarily need to win if you can stall it <laughs> and get a draw, that's just as good sometimes. <laughs> you just don't want to lose. <laughs> right. Anyway, that's, that's enough Clash Royale talk. But but that's all I played. Okay. Yeah, I, I played uh, Fortnite Battle Royale, not Clash Royale. Well, I played Clash Royale also. I did try Onrush. The beta for that opened up, I think it was last week. Uh -huh. Some time. So this is the game that we talked about briefly about a week ago where I said it was kind of like Blur. It's a blast from the past, a really fun driving game from the 360 days. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with it. I, I did enjoy the 
you know, the driving craziness that is Onrush. And uh, like, I, like I was saying, it, it's more like Blur, more like an arcadey gamey racer, you know, where, you know, cars are blowing up, you're making jumps, and it's just, it's just silly. It's not like Forza or any of those serious racers. So uh, I think this is on beta now for a little bit and it's releasing in june sometime so it's going to release in the next couple of weeks and i think i'm going to pick this one up it's it's i think purchase worthy and then i did play some state of decay 2 and i also played state of decay 1 the original and i did lose interest in it just like mark said state of decay 2 uh I don't know about this game. I mean, hmm. it's it's not one of those games that so far really like drew me in. You know what I mean? It's not like instantly hooked. I'm still kind of tinkering with it a little bit. I, I did notice some like weird glitches, like you said. Yeah. People were saying like when we went into the first house that you were going to claim as your uh, base camp. Right. Or whatever. You know how you have to clean these buildings out, right? Yeah. You know, you got to go through and check all the different areas and stuff. So I walked in and I went upstairs. And then there was this like military dude with me. And so I went upstairs and I'm like looking around. And then I looked down the stairs and there's a military dude just standing on the landing with three zombies <laughs> all around him. He's just like, just standing there. What's the up? zombies aren't doing anything. He's not doing anything. I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, it's. I mean that that. <laughs> I, I know when we're walking around, those things are all over me like freaking glue. Yep. And you know these NPC character, non-player characters, it, it's like they don't freaking exist. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do I mean, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. yeah, they do yeah. fight back, but yeah, the, there's a lot of weird little stuff like that, which I have seen. Um, yeah, but it's it's still an interesting game. Yeah, it, it's it is. definitely not perfectly polished. It needs work. Yeah, uh, and um, and I think it'll happen. It'll it'll get there, but. Yeah, it does need some <laughs> some work. <laughs> yeah, but the and so you know, like right, right in the all the way in the beginning. I'm assuming that, like, if you choose different characters, the the thing's kind of the same. Yeah, I'm but sure. in the beginning, I ch like I chose what was it like old buddies or something like that. Uh huh. I think is who I went with. Uh, that was my group of guys so we were going through this like abandoned shelter i don't know i don't know. i forgot what it was called but it was like this military thing oh right outpost yeah that was abandoned and you kind of yeah. got to walk through it right that's the very opening yeah yeah so i'm assuming that's the same for everybody regardless of characters yes. so so there's crap everywhere there's tents there's boxes, there's filing cabinets. And then like every 
like 50 yards. It's like, oh, you can search this cabinet. I'm like, what about all that other stuff? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, looking. I'm, I'm like, can I search any of this? Can I search any of this? Because it shows that little, that little icon, icon yeah. on stuff that you can search. And it glows, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what about the rest of it? Why can't I search that thing next to it? Looks like it might have stuff in it. <laughs> and then you search it, and then it's like, oh, there's a bolt inside. Really? It's, I'm not a fan of crafting games, so I don't, I don't know how I'm going to like all this crafting stuff. Because that crafting stuff just fills up your bag like silly. Yeah, there's like luxury items, and they're in my storage, and I'm not, I think I'm supposed to carry them to trade with people, but I don't know. It, it's, there's a lot to this game. Yeah. So oh, yeah. there's, Without there is, it's like, I can't even upgrade my base until I find someone that knows something about computers. So I found a guy, but I can't, he's like in a different group and he, I've, he's, I've enlisted him to follow me, but I can't get him into my community. And I'm like, I have this book on computers, but no one can read it. Like, I think I need someone that has that computer skill to read it, you know, but then I can't, and I got the guy, but he's not in my community. So I'm like, okay, how do I get this guy in my community? You know, I, I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just like, so you feel like at times where you just can't get ahead. Everybody's complaining. They're going to leave. People leave. People die. And it's just like, like I've lost, I've lost my two people I started with. They're really? both dead. Yeah. Oh, man. okay. It, it, it frustrates me because I didn't, you know, one of them, I'm like, okay, this is the one I'm going to stick with to build up. And, and then they were, they Did were they get tagging by the zombie, get the blood poisoning, the, the plague, um, but blood plague, they, they just got, Oh, we got swarmed and it was like, I was running with a different character, but that person was my sidekick, if you will, at the time. And they got overwhelmed and killed. So, mm -hmm. okay. So, Hawk says, what I do is look for people that don't have a fifth skill and then have them read the books for the stuff I need. Uh, okay. If someone has a fifth skill, they cannot learn a different one. Awesome. Thank you, Hawk. I will try to see if I can find someone that skillless <laughs> needs that. So, but there's so many things and it's like it it is enjoyable, but at the same time like it it does have a lot of issues and can be quite frustrating, but I think it is still kind of a fun game. Um, but yeah, it's it's still interesting. There, there's something to it still, you know, as opposed to just games that just suck. Right. And it is it, it is scary to go out. It's like, oh, man. You know, you do feel that, yeah. like, and there's been times it's like, I'm like, no, no, roll, roll, get out of there, get out of there. You know, you, like, start freaking out because mm -hmm. you're like, I don't want to die. <laughs> you don't want yeah. your character to die. You need this character, so... You know, mm -hmm. it has that, um, it has that tensity, you know, and it, it does have that. So for all the glitches and things that are there, there's a lot that is very good about it. it. It brings something new to the table. There's not another zombie game out there that I'm aware of that's like this. And yeah. that just like will stress you out, you know, <laughs> you know, make you maybe go do something else you didn't want to do. And there is three different starting areas. Um, I went to 
there was the plateau, there's right. the valley, valley, and then there's and a the foothills. And the foothills. I went to the foothills. Yeah, so did I. I kind of wish I hadn't because I really? joined someone else that was in the plateau, and I don't know. There was something about it. I was like, "Well, I think this might have been better than." <laughs> it just I don't I don't know. It seemed like there was more stuff closer by than like the foothills. Stuff seems to be stretched out. Even though it's not necessarily that far away, but when you you know have to walk a little bit and you get the you know you have that threat of the zombies being around you, um, it gets a little stressful. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but I did play a little bit in the plateau, and it's like completely different looking environment. Except the, the except the house, the, his base house that he was in was identical to mine. It was, I mean, the house itself, uh, the house, like the, now the, the boundary around the house was different, but the house itself was identical. You had to go up to the second floor for your stash through the patio door and, and, sure. and, and, and every room and everything was identical. I was like, well, that's kind of lame, you know, <laughs> that they're just using the same assets over and over, but, you know, I guess I could expect that, but everything else outside of it looked, you know unique but yeah a lot of the houses you go into it's i it's the same house just located right. somewhere else so but uh hawk is uh he's typing away here to me he says do, 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 do. he's on his sixth playthrough and he's gonna get wow yeah he's gonna get the 1000 gamer score he's got 76 hours so far he says you can straight you can trade stuff between friends I have something you need and I have it, I can go to your game and drop it to you. I'm more than willing to join your game to help out. The valley is my favorite region. So so cool. So yeah, there's, there's some there's some interesting stats on the game. So after two days, they already had a million players of this game. I really wonder how much of this was really game pass. But I'm game anyway. pass. I bet you a lot yeah. of it's game pass. Yeah. I mean, so, and we'll never get those numbers. Yeah. So according to Aaron Greenberg, since launch, there have been over 6 million combined hours of gameplay. So this was two days ago. Hey, so Gavin. It's, it's, so, it's even, so it's even bigger, actually, now. So um, gamers have watched 3.5 million hours of gameplay across Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube from over 41,000 broadcasts. And then with in-game statistics, he says that survivors have killed over 675 million zombies through over 6 million firecrackers and fireworks, read over 2 million textbooks, and typically survive for three days. <laughs> hey, real quick, thanks to Gavin for subscribing to us on YouTube. Appreciate that. So that was it. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I think there's gonna be a whole bunch of neat stats here. Give it a week or two, but uh, yeah, good game, fun game, frustrating game. <laughs> so, so what, what does this mean? So they typically survive for about three days. Does that mean that your camp goes for three days, or your people only last three days? I don't know. Mine didn't last. But my first two guys didn't last very long. <laughs> and I thought I was doing pretty good at keeping people alive. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom two were boom. gone like that. And it was just like, 
oh, nothing I could do to stop it. So. So did you have the same attachments to these guys as you did in XCOM with your characters? No, I had no attachments in XCOM. So. Really? I thought you, I, maybe it wasn't you then. Remember no. somebody was saying how they, uh, you know, like their dudes that they leveled up like really far, you know, they was like, you really didn't want to lose them. Tough. No. Uh, well, I don't want to lose them because you level them up and they give you more skills. And the yeah. frustrating part is when you do lose them in XCOM, then it's like you're starting back with rookies and now you're fighting harder guys later in the game and you've got rookies. So it really makes the game about impossible. Um, this one's not quite like that with State of Decay 2, but you still lose people that have skills or that have, you know, leveled things up and can, you know, and built their cardio up and stuff. I mean, there's so you still lose a lot of that because then you're starting out with newer people uh, and you got to find them too. That's the other thing. You got to find people, you don't just get a replacement. Right. So it's, uh, it is tough and you don't want to lose them. And that's why it's like you got that fear factor every time you go out or, you know, they're like, oh, this person's sick and they're going to die. And you're like, oh, I got to get meds and I got to get this and I got to go. Where can I find it? And I'm looking at the map and I'm like trying to figure out, okay, I got this. I grabbed this outpost that gives meds, but it's like one med pack every day or something. I'm like, well, what freaking good is that? I need 1,800 med packs. <laughs> Where am I going to find them? You know, it's uh, so it, it's stressful in that way. It's not a stress-free game for sure. Yep. Uh, okay but okay all right so i was just replying back to some people in youtube who were asking some questions so we gonna move do you got anything else that you played no no i i think we should get on with the show (laughs) let's move it on so yeah yeah yeah, we can if you'd like to be a patron of the show you can uh go to this xboxlife.com forward slash patreon uh this is where you can uh, support us each and every month with a donation that recurs every month uh, it's whatever you wish to set up, and we do appreciate that. If you'd like to do a one-time donation, you can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate, and uh, again, donate whatever you wish to the show. Again, that helps keep the lights on, helps us with uh, giveaways. Which, Rob, we're gonna have to have a discussion because we got some. We got. We need to do some giveaways here. Okay. We, uh, we got some money in the kitty available to start giving away some games. So maybe after E3, we'll see if anything drops. Maybe we can start giving away some uh, Xbox gift cards or games, donate games or whatnot. So look for that here soon. Uh, You can also subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. So we appreciate that. All righty. So let's get into our topics. First thing I wanted to talk about, a couple different items around Battlefield Five. Uh, this did you get a chance to see the reveal of this? It was on sometime last week. I want to say it was. I think I want to say it was Thursday. But did you get a chance you to know, see that? I remember watching a video. I was like sneaking something in the while I was working. <laughs> I was looking at some video, and I remember it looking cool. But now I I really can't remember if it, that was it. Okay. The. So anyway, so here's some of the things. It's going to release on October 19th of this year. Uh, it's going to be on PC and Xbox and PlayStation. Um, it is, uh, what else do they got here? 
the biggest thing I thought was, now I've heard people say that there wasn't, the reveal didn't show gameplay, but I thought that it did because when they first showed it, it was like a cutscene. And then at one point, like, they picked the person up, and then all of a sudden your your map and your reticle and all that came into play. So I was kind of like, whoa, the cutscene just bled straight, straight into gameplay, and it, it didn't change. It looked just as good as the cutscene. So the way I interpreted that, but I've, I've heard others say, well, there was no gameplay shown, I thought that was gameplay. It, it looked like it to me because they were running around and doing stuff, had their reticle on. But uh, it was intense. Um, it was just my my thought was just wow, pure chaos. Like I had no clue what was even going on, um, and it, it was probably the way. Uh, uh, you know, being on the battlefield for real was probably kind of a lot like that. Very chaotic. The some of the cool things that they mentioned was that. There's not going to be a premium pass this time around, so you're going to be able to save yourself an extra $50, and um, all the post-release content is going to be available for players for free. Um, so that's really cool. They're going to they this will allow everybody that buys the game to always have all the maps available, all the game modes available. Again, it won't be segmenting the community. Um, everybody will be able to play everything. Everybody will have all, all the content. So I like this a lot better. Um, I'm sure there's going to be other ways for them to monetize. Uh, they're doing, and I would imagine it's going to be with customization of your character because there's a lot of, they talked about a lot of customization on your character and stuff like that. I would imagine that's where they'll make up a lot of the money. And I think they're going to do a, very well there if they go that route. This is World War II is the setting. Um, the maps, they didn't get a chance to see uh, or learn anything specific about the maps, but Battlefield 5 will be EA Play next month for E3 2018, uh, where people will get a chance to go hands-on with one of the new game modes, which they called, I forgot what it was called, Grand Operations. Um, that's going to be a, a new mode along with co-op. So Operation mode makes a return in battlefield 5 as the even bigger grand operations which will feature an extra round for tight game games called last stand during last stand rounds <clears throat> so it's kind of like a sudden death but it was interesting because they were saying like you would come in and you'd have like day one and you'd fight it out and then you'd move on to day two and duke it out day three whatever and then if you got i think it was day four i think there was four days and then if it was basically tied at that point then you'd go into basically like a last stand day five type of thing and I, I can't remember what they were saying but like there was no I think it was no tickets and it was basically you know when you die you're dead and you know hopefully your team's got the last guy standing type of thing uh, sounds kind of interesting but you might not see that that often depending on how well you're playing the didn't mention anything. I don't believe. I don't recall them saying anything about battle royale, uh, but it has been rumored that battle royale will be in this game. Um, so we'll probably find out more at E3 on that. Yeah, so. which is coming up pretty soon. What two weeks now? Uh, about two weeks three left, weeks. I think. I think it's about three weeks. I think it was the thirteenth or so of June. 
Yeah, it wasn't the Microsoft thing on Sunday, though? Uh, I think that's the 17th. Yeah. 17th of June. Then. Hmm. So we've still got three weeks. Oh, my. But it's almost here. Yes. So, but uh, let's see. I think I had one other thing on Battlefield, or did I not? Oh, no. I mentioned they ditched the season pass. But the game looks really good. There's um, yeah. been a lot of negativity about it and i'm going to i could talk a little bit about that so it'll set up for something later there's been some complaints because there's females you can play as a female character and of course oh there there was no women in world war ii no combat women um and then the one of the scenes that she has like um a prosthetic hook um in in the game and she's still shooting a gun with it or something and it's just so people were complaining about that uh that it's not real or it's not authentic and it's just over the top stupid stuff you know so that type of stuff you're going to be able to customize your character if you want a hook hand you can have one or prosthetic limb um so i'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit but i'm not a huge battlefield fan like i said used to be but I was blown away by how good this game looked. It, I was just like, wow. I mean, in Battlefield, even Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, they, they've all looked great. You know, so it's not that I'm like super surprised at it, but it, it did just, it was intense. It was, the reveal was really done very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nonstop because I, I just rewatched it here while you were talking and it was just non-stop uh, you know storming a building jumping out of the building <laughs> almost getting crushed by tanks <laughs> stuff falling out of the sky just, yeah cars was, falling like, off bridges yeah, cars, and crushing dudes and, yeah 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 just, it, it was intense yeah 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 so very well done reveal, and I I do look forward to seeing what else they have at E3 because I I do think there's a lot more they're going to show us at E3. Um, well, pretty much, I would say oh. they're going to show us everything because the game releases in October, and uh, they're going to go up against Call uh, Call of Duty and Red Dead, Red Dead Two. So there's some three big titles coming out in October, mm-hmm. and. Uh, guess we'll see i think i don't think there's really any worries that uh they're all gonna get their people's money (laughs) start saving up now october is gonna be an expensive month yeah i just double checked yeah it's june 10th that's when the june 10th uh, yeah that's when the microsoft show is so we've got to do our our, pre-show next week right we're gonna do that next week for sure yeah Okay, cool. Well, that's a week closer than I thought it was. Awesome. Yeah! (laughs) So, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern in the U.S. Adjust your time accordingly. Yep. All right. Uh, Next item up for discussion is the... It looks like, according to reports from Gaming Intel... And Charlie Intel, who have a history of being very reliable, their sources are claiming that the next Call of Duty after this year's Black Ops 4 will be Modern Warfare 4. 
which will come out in 2019 and will be developed by Infinity Ward. Uh, this supposedly that this this will have a traditional campaign, single player campaign, unlike Black Ops Four, as well as the traditional multiplayer offering and zombies. So if you wanted to get back into multi uh, um, modern warfare world, uh, modern warfare, that version of Call of Duty, it looks like you can do that in 2019. So uh, we'll see. I I liked the modern warfare series. Uh, I really yeah, did. Yeah, good stuff. So I will be interested to see how that plays out. Next, um, Xbox Game Pass. So June 1st is when. Two more days. Pull up my calendar. Uh, it's uh, Friday. Friday. So this Friday, we'll have six more games going into the Game Pass. Those games will be MotoGP. Okay, stop doing this. MotoGP 17. So this will be, you can ride on the official tracks with all the riders and bikes from the 2017 MotoGP Championship and the 2017 Red Bull MotoGP Rookies Cup. Uh, discover more than 70 legendary riders from four-stroke, two-stroke, 500cc, two-stroke, 250cc, and two-stroke, 125ccs. Choose your path uh, to become... Those are bikes. Those are sizes of the engines. Choose your path to become a champion with two different career modes, rider and team manager. Then there's the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. There's a game called the Technomancer. Wasteland 2 Director's Cut, Disneyland Adventures, which is an Xbox Play Anywhere title, and Next Up Hero. Uh, this game is inspired by classics like Zelda, Four Swords, and Smash TV. This is a crazy fast co-op dungeon crawler with unique heroes, epic loot, and tough-as-nails monsters that will kill you a lot. And it's it's I remember seeing this, and it's like you'll die... And then it's, it's that's why it's called next up hero. You, who's up next, right? So you get another hero, but then like you can incorporate somehow. You can bring back like the ghosts of yeah. all your dead heroes, and you can help they help you fight. <laughs> so yep. It might be a fun little game. So uh, I, I will definitely one, check it out. I think it's a new game going straight into. It is. Yeah. So that one. Probably won't be June 1st. Um, I don't have a release date on that one specifically. But that one, if it's not there on June 1st, just know that's because that is a brand new game going. So it will be there on the release day of itself. Um, so we'll see. I think they stated that. Yeah, they do state that uh, that next next up hero in June, the same day as it's available digitally from on the store. They don't okay. give a date. So that one probably won't be the first. But the rest should be. Um, and uh, Mixer has been around for one year. The, the Microsoft has been celebrating, celebrating the Mixer anniversary. So they've got... i got to stop using this site. So is it one year ago that they bought Beam? Or no. Since they renamed it? One year since they renamed it to Mixer. Okay. So, I mean, it's been around longer than that, but Mixer itself is a year old. Um, so, things, <clears throat> they've done some new stuff. So, they've got Mixplay. So, this has expanded the develop the developer tool set, uh, helps Mixer streamers to create deeper interactive experiences on their channels. 
Developers can now create mixed play experiences on top of streams in panels on the side of video, as widgets around video, or as free-floating overlays, all while completely matching the look and feel of their games or streamed content. It's all built on standard web technologies like HTML and JavaScript. There's also a refreshed Mixer experience. So the Mixer web and PC experiences are being refreshed with a new look and feel to include the mixed play functionality. They've created a new hype zone for Rainbow Six Siege. Um, if you're not familiar with hype zone, they've got one for PUBG and for Fortnite. And uh, what what it does is it goes out. It basically, you're you're able to watch matches kind of near the end of the match, so you don't have to watch the whole thing. If you just kind of want to see some real intense gameplay or people fighting to, for that chicken dinner or for that victory royale um, or just who's winning the in in siege, you get you don't have to watch the whole thing. They'll jump around to kind of the highlight moments uh, near the end of the game. Uh, direct purchases now uh, has been announced. So this will let viewers purchase games and game content directly from the streaming experience. And I did see that one of the guys I watch, uh, there was a box up top that said, you know, buy State of Decay 2. Uh, and he was playing the game. So you can click on it and buy it right through the Mixer uh, option. And then they got a bunch of updates that are coming to Mixer Create. If you are a streamer or want to stream, don't forget, you can stream the mixer right from your Xbox. You don't even need anything special. Uh, you can just do it right from there. So, cool. I'm glad to see that. I really like Mixer yeah. a lot. I think it's a really good um, platform. And I think I'm glad Microsoft is keeping into it. All right. Okay, Rob, I'm going to ask you. Have you booted up your, your box that's in the alpha beta yet lately? Yeah. And have you seen the grouping yet? Yeah, I saw that. I, I didn't do anything with it. You don't? I didn't do my insider. Oh, thing. I'm going to report you. You <laughs> so, know, <laughs> you know I, just to go off on a tiny tangent here, because I think last week I mentioned that I just get so hung up, or at least I used to, of I would boot up my Xbox, I'd, I'd start applying all these updates, I'd do my insider thing, and then I'd lose interest in playing games. It, like, sucks the gaming out of me. <laughs> no games so, for you today. No. So what I did, like, um, like today, I booted it up. I did check to see if there was a system update waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. But, uh, you know, then I, I just went straight in and I started playing games. I, I'm like, I know I've got a couple of things to do for Insider, but, you know, going through those, I mean, that'll tie up five, ten minutes to do each one of those things sometimes. And I'd rather do gaming. Right. So, no, I, I saw the grouping thing. I, well, I saw the Insider thing for it and I saw it in the menu. So, no. if I'm understanding this... It's a lot like your our mobile phones where we can put apps or games into groups. So like folders. Like folders and stuff. So I could say like you could create like a shooter group and put Halo, Gears of War, um, Far Cry five in there, and then I can go into that group and and it and have those games appear there, correct? 
Yeah, because like right now we get pins, which kind of suck when you have lots of games. Because it just, it's, to me, pins are like throwing games in a junk drawer. You you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I got them all. Yeah. Got them all there, but now you got to go through your junk drawer every time you need something. So here, like, uh, where I saw it is, like, when you hit the Xbox button, and you know how it pops up that thing where you can go home, and it's got the little thing on the top. Well, if you go to your apps, you know, games and apps, it'll actually let you create groups there, and then you can also do show all, which is the traditional view. Okay, so you don't know if we can, but if we, if I put like a bunch of so even like okay so i pin like hbo youtube netflix amazon prime i've got and and plex so i've got like five and microsoft movies so i've got like six video sources of how where i might watch some video content pinned it to my thing could i group all of them into just like media or or just say movies or something right Put it in a group called movie and then pin that group to my pins. Yeah, that's my understanding of it. Okay, so then I can still go to pins and instead of having all those things take up a whole entire row, just click into the one and then click the one I want. That, yeah. that that's yeah. what I'm hoping, and that's my understanding, and that you can group games and apps. Uh, so this is okay, and I wanted to check with you. So. They said that this has been delivered in the uh, the alpha program, which is what you're in. Um, so I'm a beta participant, so we should be getting that mm-hmm. later on. Um, but the so what it says here for games and apps groups, the My Games and Apps screen provides a grid of your installed and available games and apps. And as our collections have grown, it's become a bit unwieldy. But Microsoft is providing a way to group them into groups. Groups right. will appear in My Games and Apps, and in Home. And the guide too, and because they are tied to your account, they will sync across consoles. So it doesn't say anything about pins, but I'm hoping that that's what they're meaning by being in the home or in the guide that you can pin a group. So I give you some homework, Rob. Report uh, back to me next yeah. week if I can do this. <laughs> sure. Um, there's uh, improved search. There's going to be multiple Wi-Fi password support accessibility improvements and family setting improvements as well in that update but uh, so that's so look forward to grouping and rob will report back to us next week he's got homework (laughs) and uh yeah we'll find out more on that do you what do you think of that idea do you kind of taking a piece from the mobile platform you like that idea or not no, they've got to do something because the way that it is right now, it really sucks because, you know, we've been around since day one of the Xbox One and through the magic of Games with Gold, it's great. <laughs> I, I, I like Games with Gold, yeah. but because of Games with Gold, I have too many games. <laughs> yeah, um, I have like 350 that aren't even installed. Yeah, and <laughs> and when you go through those, it's like, okay, how can I sort them? Last update or A to Z? Okay. Yeah. Because there's a lot of games in there that we don't necessarily want to see. Yep. 
you know, that, um, you know, either we don't like or we're done with them, you know, we moved on, but they always show up and everything. They so, do. you know, yeah. So it's about time to, you know, that they do something a little bit better than pins. Cause again, pins just lumps them all together. It's like a junk pile. Well, yeah, I keep my pins to like when I'm done with a game or I, it's something I haven't played for a while. I unpin it. I, I okay, whatever yeah. I'm working on well, or whatever I'm playing eventually. actively, then I pin it. But if it's something that, and like, I'm not done with Homefront yet. I'm, I'm at the part where I can go to do the final mission. I'm trying to debate if I want to do any like side stuff before I go do that. But as soon as I complete that story, then boom, it's unpinned. And it'll, mm-hmm. you know, and it'll probably get uninstalled too. <laughs> but sure. So, all right. Yeah, there's a little thing in Windows Central that shows how it works. So when you open up and, um, you know, like let's say you're in the guide, that's their example here. You select my games and apps. You now get a new menu that looks sort of like the old pins menu. You select create a new group and you give it a name and then you can choose any app or game that you have. So this might be a little cumbersome to begin with, but especially if you got to uh, reclassify four or 500 games into a group. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can do it from the, from the PC, <laughs> maybe in yeah. the, maybe oh, in the Xbox yeah. app. Cause that would be nice. That would be nicer. <laughs> Absolutely. So once you select them, you hit add, and it kind of shows you how many games you have added to it. At that point, uh, when you go back to My Games and Apps, you will see pins, and then your group will be underneath it. Or you can hit See All, which is the traditional apps and games view. Okay. And then you can pin them to the dashboard... So really, I guess this is, I'd probably say this is really nothing new. It's just like giving you multiple pins. You, you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. It's allowing you to, you know, they have pins and then they have groups, which are just pins that you can now have multiple of and you can give them names as opposed to just pins. Well, I think that'll be great for like like my movie yeah. stuff. So I can put my six into a group pin that group and then just go to yeah i just i think that'll be and it'll take up less space yeah it's an extra click for me yeah. but it, it doesn't i can i can get some of that space back too because i like to have fewer things because then i got bigger icons on my screen and when you start adding them then it auto shrinks them down yeah. and then it's like well then i got a bunch and they're small i just prefer them to be bigger i wish it would lo- i could lock it in and just if it drops down the screen, it's like, why can't they just keep going down the screen? And, you know, uh, but maybe that'll come in a future update or maybe I need to go to user feedback and put that in. So cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to look forward to that. So, yeah. So it'd be nice to, you know, group your media stuff together to have, let's say, driving games together and you know, just have it be a little more sensical than just last updated or A to Z. Yeah, I'm gonna. I could create like a junk folder or a crap folder, and put like Homefront in there, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> all those garbage games. All the games I like. Yeah. 
But what wouldn't go into that folder is Far Cry 5. And the first part, first piece of DLC is coming out on June 5th. Um, you, if you didn't buy the season pass or the whatever they called it, um, you can pay pay for this. It'll be twelve dollars US, and it'll be called Hours of Darkness. It's the um, yeah, da, 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 da. it's set in Vietnam during the Vietnam War, and it'll have Vietnam themed assets, uh, which are already available in the Far Cry arcade. Uh, they've those assets are in the arcade now. Um, Wendell Red Redler, a Vietnam War vet from a Far Cry 5 side mission, makes a return in the Hours of Darkness as the playable character. The DLC campaign follows Red on a mission to save his imprisoned squad mates in Vietnam. Uh, this will be playable in solo and online co-op. Uh, upon completion, players can unlock the more difficult Hours of Darkness survivor mode or the over-the-top action movie mode. Still in store for Far Cry 5 post-launch content is Lost on Mars and Dead Living Zombies, which launch over the next few months. So June 5th, uh, I'll be all over this. And Jonathan, um, you asked, so I I will co-op this with you, this DLC. So comrade, if you're listening, I will still do it with you as well. But Jonathan did ask, so I want to do, uh, do it. And it probably will be really easy. I doubt this will be super duper long. Um, I don't know how they don't say how many hours, but I can't imagine this being more than three hours since it's a DLC. But hopefully, it's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Sea of Thieves. Um, real quick, if yeah. anyone's playing this, another one, it would go in my junk pile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the game. I just don't like the grieving part of it. That uh, you do all the work and then trying to turn your crap in, and someone kills you and steals it. But uh, Sea of Thieves' first major free content expansion uh, is coming. It's called The Hungering Deep. And it's this is uh, framed around a special time-limited campaign. The campaign will introduce players to an adventuring group known as the Bilge Rats, and more specifically Merrick, a bard who brushed, uh, who brushed with the unseen horror and lived to tell the tale. So players must untangle the groggy recollection of events, hunt the mysterious monster for special loot, uh, the monster looks to be some kind of megalodon that lurks in the briny deep. As well as the Time Unlimited campaign, which stuff makes... I don't get that. A lot of a lot of seems like a lot of these games are doing this lately, like releasing content only for a short amount of time. Uh, Rainbow Six did that. Uh, they, they did this, like, zombie... Not zombies, I think it was aliens mode. It was awesome, and it's gone. Um, there was another game recently did something like that. I can't think of it, but it's like, though, I'm like, why are you building this content and then say it's only available for three weeks and it's gone? Uh, again, this one, too, time-limited campaign for some reason. But you will receive a number of new features, including new tools like a speaking trumpet and a drum. While the drum will function similar to the other instruments, the speaking trumpet appears to amplify player voice to bark orders at your crew from afar. Players will also be able to wave a range of flags. The Jolly Roger lets you warn rivals of your motivations, while the white flag gives you an easy way to surrender after a hard-fought battle. New cosmetic items, including a set of tattoos and scars and ship parts themed to the adventure, will be available for players who embark on the new adventure. Uh, this is on. This launches on April, uh, Mar- bleh, May 29th, which will be Tuesday. So, hungering deep okay. for those that are see a theme um rob i know this one is going to 
uh, tickle your fancy. This was a shocker to me. Was it the, the, the fact that it was delayed or the fact that it even existed was the shocker? That it exists. <laughs> I thought it was dead. Uh, gone, I buried. I didn't I'd never heard anything of the sequel, and now we're being told that Telltale's Wolf Among Us season two has been delayed to 2019. Um, they're citing fundamental changes at the studio, which is causing the delay. Uh, Rob and I both played Wolf Among Us and really liked it. <coughs> so that that came out in 2013, so almost five years ago. Yeah, the sad thing is, is that by the time it comes out, are we going to remember what happened the first round? So. Yeah. I. So, man, I, I know both of us are kind of like thumbs down on Telltale stuff now. Yep. But I really enjoyed The Wolf Among Us. I mean, it was kind of messed up. And I mean, it was more of an adult theme. Yes. Not like Walking Dead isn't. This but, would be one to pull me back. Yeah. I think. It it was so unique. Yes. You know, that's that's the thing. But I guess uh um, yeah, and and even the storyline was kind of interesting where it was what uh like nursery rhyme characters or something like that. Right. Live in New York <laughs> hiding amongst everybody. Yeah. And they take human form or something and and then the big bad wolf is a sheriff, more or less. Well, this actually was revealed this last summer at Comic-Con and was originally scheduled, I'm sorry, last summer in 2017, and was originally scheduled to release in late 2018. I don't know how both of us missed this and, like, didn't hear about it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's because this is something we both really enjoy. Or we're just getting so old that we did hear about it and we forgot. <laughs> you know, it was probably a little blurb and we're like, oh, okay, telltale. <laughs> so And then went on to talk about real games. But I I uh, would be interested to see some more on this. Yeah. But again, the length of time between seasons of coming up, it'll be what, five years? Yep. That's not a season anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's a half a decade. It's you really, yeah. It, sorry, I'm gonna be. It's probably gonna be tough to bring me back when, like, I don't know. I remember I played that game five years ago and like that. I have no idea what it was about or what you know where the story ended. So had they released season two the next year, oh yeah, would have been all over it. And and I'm still intrigued because I remember liking it so much. But I'd almost feel like, man, I need to go play the first one again, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, the yeah. last thing that I have is uh, Dying Light 2 is uh, rumored to be going to be revealed at E3 this year. Um, so let's see if I can. Oh, stop. Let's see. I wanna, so just, this was the 24th, so just a couple of days ago, Polish site shared informa information potentially indicating that Techland will officially unveil Dying Light 2 with a brand new trailer at some point during E3 2018. According to the article, the authors managed to determine by a few independent sources as well as both current and ex-Techland employees 
that the company is working on Dying Light 2 and is focused on preparing a higher, a high-quality trailer, which is going to be presented during the upcoming E3. In addition to the chance of Dying Light 2 seeing an E3 2018 reveal, it appears as if Techland could also be pre prepping the direct follow-up to have a Battle Royale mode as well. Imagine that. For the author of the aforementioned article asked if due to release of standalone DLC Dying Light Bad Blood, there was a chance to expand on it in Dying Light 2. And the answer was it's highly probable. Uh, so, me, I want Dead Island 2. I really liked... I, I don't know. I might have to go back and play Dying Light. I've played Dying Light. And I remember not enjoying it as well. Which, which is weird because it's still pretty much like dead island but with right. like parkour and then they did this thing at night where the zombies are like harder or faster or they're bigger i don't remember what it was there was that something about the cool. night that was not cool no um, i hate that night stuff it's so, awful but i i remember not Scary. liking dying light but i love dead island and dead island riptide which i've got here sitting here getting ready to play that hopefully soon with my with my with my Dead Island partner, and uh, you know it's like I really wanted Dead Island two that was in the works, and then it got canceled, I guess. Um, and it looks like they're going to do Dying Light two instead. The um, Hawk that says there was a Dead Island two, uh, that game was canceled, Hawk, to my understanding. So you'll you'll have to let me know if it <laughs> where where it released. Um, I know they were working on one, but it never, it, it got canceled. So I want that game because I love Dead Island. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Dying Light just, even though it was the same, basically the same game, it didn't, there was something different about it that I just didn't care for. So but I'm, I, I was thinking about it earlier today. I'm like, I might just have to play Dying Light again. So, because they are still adding content to it. That was not his. <laughs> uh, there, I don't know, Hawk. I don't know. He said there was not is. Okay. I know there was a there was a dying Dead Island too, but it got canceled, and they need to uncancel it and release it. But anyways, we'll see. Uh, that's all I've got, Rob. Did you have any? Yeah, a couple items? things. Uh, first off. I know a lot of people are just going to fall out of their chairs when they hear this. They're going to be so heartbroken and, and stuff. But the Twitter app on Xbox is going bye-bye. I don't know if anybody even used it. Apparently, <laughs> they don't and they won't. <laughs> so uh, after May 24th, 2018, which is now... I think, what, the 24th? That was like Thursday or something. Uh, the Twitter app is no longer functional or available. And uh, it didn't. the reason was it didn't meet the new standards of that uh, GDPR oh, good Lord. stuff that is inundating my inbox with, yes. like, resubscribe stuff. Annoying. I'm just deleting them all. Yeah. Like, I, oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. And I know everyone's getting this. I'm not resubscribing to anybody. I'm just deleting them all. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, 
if I want to be subscribed to something, all of a sudden I notice I'm not getting something, then I'll go actively look for it, but and resubscribe. Otherwise, maybe the good part is is people stop emailing us. <laughs> yeah, and, and I wish that when they do this stuff, they would just have a thing like click here to continue, instead of asking fifty questions. You know, it's like. I don't want to sit there for five minutes filling out your stuff to get the emails that I don't necessarily even want to get. Right. But anyway, um, another thing is Battlefield 1943 is out on Back and Pat. So you can prepare yourself for Battlefield 5. And this was kind of interesting. The Xbox 360 received an update recently. An update. Yeah. Uh, it was titled Minor Bug Fixes and Improvements. Who knows uh, what that was, what they're fixing. But the last update that came out for the 360 came out in March 29th, 2016. So more than two years ago. So even though the console is no longer in production. It's got to be still, a security thing. Yeah, it, it it got an update of some kind. It it has to be security related. Yeah. So, or Fix uh, something. Or a Spectre update. <laughs> yeah. Now your console will run twenty percent slower. Congratulations! <laughs> Yay! So. But that's it. All righty. All right. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Yeah. All right, so I mentioned earlier people crying, uh, complaining about Battlefield Five and how it's not being realistic. First of all, when has Battlefield ever been realistic? You know, Call of Duty back in the day was known for its trying to be realistic and authentic to the war fighting, you know, genre. And you know, this this actually irritates me. Um, and maybe it's because I'm ex-military, but I don't think it does. I think it's because um, it. I have a lot of respect for the military. I have a lot of respect for those that have died for our country. And when, if you really want a realistic, you want to experience something and you want it to be realistic, then join the military. Go fight a real war. It is an insult to those who have served and to those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice to say any game or movie is realistic. Reality is the fact that you can't respawn when you die. War is not a game. It's not fair, and it's not fun. All right, moving on. Uh, if you, We do have a, our Amazon giveaway coming up. Uh, where you can earn 39 pounds and 58 pence. Um, and all you got to do Sense. to be... Pence. Cents? 
No. Pence with a P. Sense. <laughs> like the like the vice president. <laughs> Mike Pence. Yeah. Uh, um, send us your voicemails uh, about what you are excited for most about E3 2018. Again, this is for people that can shop at Amazon.uk. Uh, we did get a voicemail in this week, and I'm going to play it this week. And uh, Catflap1970, you are in the running for this. So right now, if nobody else sends a voicemail, you will get this uh, gift card next week. But you have one week to get in your voicemails. So, uh, But here is the first one from Catflap. Good morning, guys. Catflap1970 here from the sunny UK, where we have pounds and pence. Well done, wingman. Um, Dying Light, I heard you chaps mention last week about Dying Light. That's a good game. And they're still putting content out for it. It's amazing. I mean, that game's quite old now, and they're still pumping out good quality content. How long do you think they're going to be uh, carrying on with that content for that game? I'm into Ghost Wildlands at the moment, which we're trying to complete. Again, that's a similar game, massive game. Um, Lots of content always streaming and rolling out, which is awesome. Got to get both those games finished so I can uh, roll on to Far Cry 5 and then Red Dead 2. I think I need a time machine (laughs) or some time off of work to concentrate on my gaming. Anyway, good show, chaps, as always. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Cat Flap. That was awesome. I always enjoy hearing from you. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be great if we could all get a time machine? <laughs> yes. Or just pause the world around us. I don't even need a time machine. I just need the ability to pause the rest of the world so that I can just play these. We can play our games. Um, I would just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Pause the world. Sleep 10 hours. Unpause. <laughs> Unpause. Refreshed. There you go. Uh, so he asked the question. I think it was very timely, too. I think we're, I would say they're, if they're going to release or talk about Dying Light 2 at E3, I'd say that uh, they're pretty much done. They're probably done doing new content for Dying Light. Uh, I guess it would depend on when Dying Light 2 is going to come out. Uh, but uh, they're probably. I'd imagine getting done with that. Dying Light's been around for quite a while, so. But yes, he's like you said, they're still releasing content, so we don't know. But we'll we'll probably know more at E3. Um. <coughs> All right. So thanks for that voicemail. You can send a voicemail by going to this xboxlife.com, clicking on the send voicemail box on the right hand side, and sending that our way. You can also email us contact at this xboxlife.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter. Not on your Xbox anymore, but on your PC or your mobile device. Um, And you can also join in the discussions on our Facebook group. Both of those you can reach by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash either Twitter or Facebook. All right. Um, Now, it's your other favorite part of the show. Here we go. All right, retail releases for May 29th through June 1st. We have on May 29th, we have Bird Cakes, Moonlighter, Sega Genesis Classics, 
Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, and Yoku's Island Express. On May 30th, we have Stay, Die for Valhalla, Fox and Forests, Knights of Pen and Paper, plus one Deluxier Edition, The Journey Down Chapter 1, Zamb Redo, and then on the 31st, we have Mil- Milanor, Milanoir, Milanoir, I think that's how you say it, Earth Atlantis, oh, uh, Earth Atlantis is on June 1st, also on June 1st, we have Lickspear, Lickspear, Double Spear Edition, Mining Rail, and Osir, oh, The Hollywood Roast. That's quite the collection. Actually, it's a fair amount of games. Uh, I don't think anything here is really... 16 games. Yeah. I mean, they're all like what I'll call minor releases. Although, you know, Sega Genesis Classics and Street Fighter 30th Anniversary, you know. Right. That's good for the nostalgia cult following thing. The rest is all indie stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, the Xbox doesn't have... Yeah. There's only 14 of them this week, but, you know, mm-hmm. Xbox doesn't do indies. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I know Knights of Pen and Paper, that was pretty popular on mobile platforms. I never really, it's an RPG style game. I never really. Well, this is the Deluxe Year edition. Yes. So. The plus one Deluxe Year. Yeah, it must be better. Edition, yeah. Mo better. So it's got cheese on it. <laughs> like the Arch Deluxe. Yeah, so yeah. that's that. All okay, right. and then uh, Games with Gold. Uh, we're going to have a little switcheroo this month, or in this this week, not this month. Uh, for a couple more days, you have Super Mega Baseball through the 31st, which is, what, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. And continuing through the month is Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. So that's going to stick around till mid-June. Xbox 360, we have Vanquish through the 31st. Did they announce what was uh, coming for June yet? Not yet. They'll probably do it here within the hour. Tomorrow, yeah. (laughs) Right about the time we stop, the news will hit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, ah, you jerks. I'm even even double-checking right now. I refresh both Major Nelson and uh, news.xbox.com just just to see, but... Nope. It'll probably be posted tomorrow. <laughs> or anything that's out is this, you know, the scam stuff. E- whoops. Hey, oh, wait, look, here's we're, one. we're starting over. Look at that. Starting over what? <laughs> the scene just flipped back to our five-minute countdown. Oh. So there's some predictions on what's coming. So there's this one site that I go to every once in a while. It's really irritating because they'll post like games with gold June 2018 and then you go to the article and it explains what games with gold is and then when they announce it you'll see it right here. It's yeah. like oh. <laughs> clickbait. Yep. Hate them. Yep, there's a bunch of like predictions and what they planned to list. Anyway. So, um, yeah, that's that. We'll find out next week 
what we already have <laughs> going on. So, and then as usual, if you use Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that on our Facebook group at the top or go to our webpage, thesexboxlife.com. Use that link each and every time you make your purchase on Amazon. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it's a great way to support the show. Another way to support the show is to find us on the iTunes store if you use that. Uh, if you don't, install it anyway and find us on there and uh, give us a five-star rating. Uh, the more of those that we get, the more we get bumped up in the rankings over there. And as usual, we're always on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music that we use in the show. And I believe that's all. That is it. All right. Well, thank you again. Happy uh, uh, holiday to those in the U.S. Uh, tomorrow celebrating Memorial Day um, again. And thank you to all those that have served who are serving those who have died to serve this country. Uh, thank you to the spouses that uh, and the families that sacrifice as well, being away from their loved ones. Um, you know, this, this is why we have the freedoms that we do because of the sacrifice they made. Hope everyone has a safe uh, uh, and an enjoyable holiday weekend. And I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar, and I'd like to say thanks, Mark, for serving. And uh, catch you all next week. <laughs>